0: Space. The nerdiest frontier. This is the content warning of the USS Word Balloons. Our continuing mission, to solve every nerdy question and talk about penises more than you really think we probably should. Just your fair warning, as again, the aforementioned penises, plus we will swear, and who even knows, the questions have taken me in research directions I never expected. You have been warned.
1: Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're Aeronauts, and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying higher on our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to Utopia Planitia to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach, what's our question this week? If Cardassians are lizards, how can they reproduce with mammals?
0: This is a Star Trek question, just getting that out there, and if you don't...
1: So, I I trusted you to have the answer for this, but I wanted to, like, not be completely lazy Uh and do a little bit of my own research. Well,
0: and I know you've done... You know Star Trek, kind of.
1: But I, I didn't realize that this was gonna re- lead me to reading speculative Cardassian reproductive xenobiology.
0: You took this in completely different directions than I did, uh, so that's lovely. Also, probably gross.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, now this is this is a pretty famous document, infamous maybe uh, online that is. All head canon. None of it is canon.
0: Oh, so it's like, um, but it's Land also the old woman of Kleenex.
1: Right. It's one of those things where it's like this person took the time to outline all of these things, and so everyone kind of goes, "No one else put in this work. We're just going to accept it until it's not correct."
0: The fan relationship <laughs> with canon is always interesting.
1: And now I know way more about getting off Cardassians than I ever thought I would and uh, by extension based on what this guy kind of based everything off of i guess crocodiles that
2: mm-hmm. um, that, um mm-hmm. editor and so is steven harris sorry i i was over in engineering and i, I was listening what the fuck crocodiles
1: yeah so the tin snip is the name of the author <laughs> And all everything they wrote was kind of based around Cardassians having anatomy uh, very crocodilian in nature, and yeah. So now I kind of know how all that works, and I don't, actually I don't know how crocodile like dicks it
0: works. So that's fair. <laughs> Do they have dicks?
1: Kind of like there's there's a dick. I can't remember what it's called, but like it's in there, and you know, like a lot of animals, it's like always hard, and it's rather whether it comes out or not. Okay. We do
0: meet multiple half Cardassians throughout the course of the very series,
1: so we can definitively
0: state that Cardassians gonna have a dick because they. Can, but and I can even get to other ways I can justify that
2: but they have some sort of reproductive organ. Yeah, that works with that works with people, humanoids. It works with humans specifically humans.
0: humans. But go ahead. I guess you were gonna tell us about crocodile dicks to some extent.
1: I mean. I guess from what I get, I don't know if this is how crocodile dicks work, but this is how, based off of crocodile dicks, this dude explained Cardassian physiology working.
0: I love how anytime we get a horny question, and this isn't even a super horny question, it just involves the genitalia. It tends to go some direction that I never even thought about.
1: But right, so like, it's what, how do you? I guess I've never cloaca,
2: cloaca, cloaca. Is how, do you, how I've I heard think it's cloaca.
1: Yeah. Okay. So. You know, it's all in the cloaca. The dudes and chicks, the anatomy looks pretty similar inside, except the dick is always hard, and it's mostly because of the way that, like, everything is constructed so that it can move forward. Because there's, at a certain point, there's not a... When they get aroused, at a certain point, the penis has to come out for the dude. But for a chick, it simply can come out, even though they are very similar structures internally okay otherwise everything's kind of one hole with various other holes and sphincters up inside it leading to the different things my
0: favorite part is this gives me even more questions than i had before because in star trek voyager there's briefly a character named seska who was disguised as a bajoran but was actually a cardassian who has a uh convinced is in a relationship with Chakotay and at one point convinces him that the baby is his. And it just leads to the question of, like, how far did they take that, like, surgery of, like, we're going to build you a vagina? Or is it just Chakote did not notice?
2: I, I'm going to <laughs> say they did not go that far. Or they split the difference. That would be intense. Only from the standpoint of, I'm remembering an episode where Riker is, like, transformed into another alien species... But they don't do a great job because, like, the fucking doctors are all like, what the fuck is up with your hands, guy? None of us have those, man. <laughs> they did the face. They did something else. Yes. Now, in but fairness, like,
0: though, it's and I understand not supposed to be a permanent thing when they do this in the Federation. While this Sesca was going deep, deep undercover into what the Cardassians considered a terrorist
2: cell. So even still, then I imagine they would do like...
0: It would be a stretch to be like, excuse me now, uh, we need to build you a vagina. Here's a picture, by the way, that's what that is. Um,
2: I guess they have like the medical technology. I don't think it's that far-fetched for them to do this in general. The new Star Trek Strange New Worlds, the one that just
0: Mm -hmm. is going Mm -hmm. as we're recording this actually finally showed how that happens. They, like, synthesize the DNA, and they give you a temporary injection, and you just can watch the person, like, grow the head pieces they need and stuff. That
2: is wild. It,
0: I assume it happened now because the technology finally caught up to show that without it being,
2: like, crazy expensive. Not at all how I ever imagined it. I definitely always imagined more so of, like, a medical, like, straight-up, like, yeah, plastic surgery, but, like... But a shot is a whole
0: lot less work
2: than... But, like, with, you know, the the, mm-hmm. the ability that they have in next-gen for medical stuff. Like, plastic surgery, to that extent, I guess, was more what I was thinking. Which, I guess genetic level manipulation is probably
1: yeah probably that anyway I read this entire paper hoping that it would get to like the reproduction part it just tells how they reproduce and doesn't actually tell like how the reproduction then happens so I have no answer other than how to get a Cardassian off the cloaca
2: um, so it just it just has that physical like end of it. Nothing about like actual physical development beyond that. Or, yeah, like, no, I pregnancy. mean it's it's only like a two thousand word paper. A-laying. This is a person that was horny for Cardassians and started like trying to justify why they were thinking about Cardassian I mean, penises. I've been on the internet. I understand this. I've I've seen comics and various things that exist. I didn't seek them out. They just sometimes they, happen. They happen. <laughs> it's the internet. I have also Sometimes s- sat 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 some Sometimes from the like, to, I don't want to
0: see this, but I admit I'm still going to click on the button because I will be curious otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, like, this is a
1: hyperlink. I can't say no with what I'm reading right now. Right. Um,
0: <laughs> this is a bad idea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope this doesn't stir new emotions in me. Yeah. Uh, yeah slide from Community. I hope <laughs> this doesn't arouse something oh, that, in that's, me. that's right. There it is. <laughs> Thank you for understanding the the reference I was trying to make and did poorly. I watched a lot of the first three seasons of Community for a while. But... Oh, it's a comfort watch. Not I Not this I show.
0: Like okay, so I can actually... I actually came up with a whole, like... Intro of the back history of the Cardassians behind the scenes, and then I looked like at how they were in my. I thought they were like a second attempt after the Frangi failed to be a modern day threat on the scale of the Romulans and the Klingons. Because the Frangi were originally supposed to be like big, scary, new, violent species, and then they made The Last Outpost, which is one of the most hilariously bad episodes of Star Trek ever made. Not offensively bad, if I remember. I haven't seen it in like five years. But just, the Ferengi have, like, dildo whips that electrocute people. Because they're just, like, weird oversized whips with a kind of rounded head. It looks like penis whips. Uh, it's, I mean, prop work probably it was. It's terrible. <laughs> but anyways, I looked all this up to, like, confirm all this and found out I was 100% wrong. The Cardassians were originally a one-off villain and they liked him enough and they just mm. kept dropping in occasional references, and then Deep Space Nine, they become a big thing. Uh, They first appear in one of the all-time greatest episodes of Star Trek Next Generation, which makes it one of the all-time great episodes of Star Trek in general, The Wounded, from Season 4, I think. Which is only important because... The wounded is a really under-respected episode, and but anyways, Cardassians were visually based off of snakes, and I want to say they are not lizards, but and I couldn't find anything confirming that they were. But like this is Star Trek; they've appeared in enough things that it's entirely possible that at some point th- someone went, "Oh, you know, they evolved from lizards, like we evolved from monkeys," and you know, yeah. And, 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 I don't know. I do know visually based off snakes; they do have reptilian features. They also do have hair, though and really awkward, like, side chin beards. Ridges. In their very first appearance, some of them have beards on those little side ridges, and I noticed they never did that again. Probably a pain in the ass to do. Oh, and makeup-wise. it looked bad. I was
1: about to say, that sounds like it looked disgusting.
0: Not disgusting, it just looked bad. The Mark Alemo, who plays Gold Ducat, like the big bad of Deep Space Nine, played Gol Masset, I think in uh, The Wounded. So he's played the Cardassians more than, like, anyone else. Uh-huh. Gull is, like, Captain. Gotcha. And they put it on him, and, like, that's how they differentiate the two, but it is really hard to take him seriously in that. But they appear again in an episode called The Chase, which mostly exists because Star Trek writers got tired of, it, of people asking if this is different alien species, why are all of them humanoid? Mm. With the real answer being, we only have so much fucking budget, we're a TV show from the early 90s. Yeah. But, and also humans translate, the more human something looks, the easier it is for people to develop it.
1: Just a side note, I think the best show to ever make that explanation is Red Dwarf. In that the answer is that everything descended from humans anyway.
0: Yes, there are no aliens in Red Dwarf. There's just the evolutionary, like accidents that we made as we experimented. Mhm. I agree and disagree. I think Farscape did a really great job just by like it's a fucking puppet. I can map it be whatever the fuck <laughs> I want it to be. But the the basic concept of the chase is that Picard's archaeology like mentor because it turns out Picard is a giant fucking nerd who almost left Starfleet Academy to go be Indiana Jones when he was a kid, but like space nerd. Indiana Jones, which I would watch the shit out of the show of Patrick Stewart being space Indiana Jones.
2: Oh fuck um, like Patrick Stewart, yes, hundred uh, percent. But like at this point we can't have him. He's doing He's also like eighty five. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. So he is <laughs> But like I'd be wicked fucking in for a Space Indiana Jones in the Doctor Star Trek. Dr. Afra? Yeah
0: Dr. Afra in Star Trek or Star Wars is basically that if instead of this belongs in a museum, it's this belongs to the <laughs> a, a shit team. ton of money.
2: <laughs> um
0: <laughs> This belongs to whoever will buy it off This belongs in a museum that will buy it. <laughs> um, Vash, Picard's, one of Picard's romantic interests from Trek, from Next Gen, actually kind of was that as well. She's Laura Croft, but I mean, I think she predates Laura Croft, but either way. Anyways, Picard's archaeology mentor has tracked down it's a clue across multiple planets that this ancient race has left behind and he is killed in the process of trying to find this and so picard to honor his mentor starts following the path himself and does a lot better than like angry old man in tiny starfleet or not even starfleet but just in tiny shuttle with like the flagship of the fucking Federation. Uh, and he ends up teaming up with the Klingons because it, it turns out all the other species are looking for this. Because they're like, oh, fuck, this is going to be like the, you know, some great military power or like, you know, mm-hmm. th- th- this is an ancient. And it turns out that this species is the very first species in the universe. And they evolve to the point that they go out to the stars and they find out that they are alone. There is no other species on the level that they can communicate with. I think they say no other sentient species. Turns out sentience is more complicated than that, but, like, in the early 90s, that's how we understood sentience. Like, mm-hmm. human level, as opposed to now, we're like, oh, octopuses are hella sentient. Weird sentence right there. But deciding that they wanted, knowing that their civilization was falling and decide, you know, it's your classic, like, ancients and sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. They decide to leave their legacy and memory of themselves in like, a gift to the wider universe they seed various planets with their DNA, which means that all humanoid species in Star Trek evolved from this one species on some level. Mm. Like, it's still a combination of the world that they evolved on, but it was kind of kick by the species putting, I guess, almost like seed bombs
1: right, right. in
0: there as well. It's an okay episode. It's got some fun moments. It's got some, like, fun little data moments and uh and it's an oddly touching moment watching this like horror actress who has to have so much so much prosthetics on for her like 30 seconds on air talking about how like she's hoping that basically their children of species will come and unite over time and yada 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 but yeah the answer is one like to, to get to our original question the answer is one they're not really lizards they're definitely mammalian of some kind uh and two the chase like, we all, right. all theoretically come from the same thing because it's a lot easier to do that than it is to Jim Henson puppet everything. Cool. Interesting. I like it. Wow.
2: I also like that they probably do have
0: lizard dicks. I don't know. There's no reason they don't. You know, part of the reason... uh, I'm going to redo our uh, queer representation in Star Trek later on, because I wasn't happy with my answer. But one thing that does come up, never officially, is... uh, But there is, at least in headcanon, gay Cardassian. So there's some level of being able to cross over.
1: Oh, they explain in that paper how to make everything work.
0: Uh... Good lord, Uh, because the character Garrick from Deep Space Nine, while never explicitly portrayed as queer and does have a kind of romance with a woman, the actor super straight up played it like his character was in love with uh, Dr. Bashir, Mm. the doctor from Deep Space Nine. So according to the actor, at least, Garrick be by as hell. And the buy community, the bi nerd community is a very specific community, has latched onto that like nobody's fucking business.
1: Well, in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with the sort of genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip. Today, we'll keep with this expedition's theme of starships. Now, I, I just saw this one whiz by and it was it was kind of hard to see and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not sure if you're going to get this one, but Zach, what knowledge can you draw on the Blackbird,
2: this isn't this isn't the X Men ship, right? No. Okay, I just want to make make sure. No, that's a AKA this,
1: Laura. Laura? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, not what I was thinking of. I was thinking of the Raven, um, Star
1: Trek.
0: Star. Okay. Yep. I got nothing. I thought it was Seven of Nine's childhood ship.
1: Well, not We'll get that at the end. <laughs> uh,
0: I. I can it's I, always awkward when I have zero to drop on. It's just called Laura.
1: Yes. This I look, like I said, we we throw in, we said this season we were throwing in one Battlestar and one Stargate. This is the Battlestar. You battle fucking star. threw
0: in a Battlestar so I was never going to get that. I this. know, that's why I say you're going. Is you it like
2: the it. Laura or do they just call it Laura? They usually call it the Blackbird. Oh, okay. Well, that's so, cooler. That makes sense, but
1: it was just officially know. named, like it's official, that Blackbird's official designation is Laura. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, that's it for today, folks. We're taking off, but before we go, I'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows over at earverm.com That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. And as always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gaty, and to Ian Ford for our theme song, Tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. Up, up, and away.